0: to Binge Worthy, a podcast dedicated to telling you, the audience, which of these many dozens of streaming shows that are being thrown at you each week and month are worth your time and attention. Hosted by myself, Mike D'Angelo, and editor-in-chief of the playlist, Rodrigo Perez. Rodrigo is yet again absent from this episode, but I just had to take the chance to speak with our guest when she came up because I love her work in Yellowstone as Beth Dutton. That's right, Kelly Riley is on today's podcast. If you're one of the people that's been holding out on Yellowstone or our podcast, Yellowstoners, while it's on the air, Feel free to go back and stream both. I believe Yellowstone is on Peacock for the time being. You can catch Yellowstoners anywhere you get your favorite shows. Uh, For the uninitiated, Yellowstone follows Dutton family patriarch John Dutton, played by Kevin Costner, as he tries to keep his ranch and family together by any means necessary, all while being besieged by land developers, the Native American reservation, and America's first national park. Like I've said before, we love it here at The Playlist, and Beth is just my absolute favorite character on the show. So Kelly Riley has been on our list for a long time, and she did not disappoint. Uh, People who only know her as the foul-mouthed Beth Dutton may be absolutely floored by the fact that Kelly is not at all like her in real life. Uh, Kelly is soft-spoken. She's very sweet, and she's kind, and it makes you appreciate her talent even more knowing that she pulled Beth Dutton out of her, and I can't wait to speak with her again. She even gave me some Season 5 spoilers, which I had to take out per Paramount's request, but let's just say Season 5 sounds like it starts in a very interesting place, and uh, she even wants to come back on Yellowstone when we start back up, so Rodrigo, if you're listening, we have to do it because Beth said so. <laughs> uh, but before we get to our chat with Kelly, I've got to tell you that BingeWorthy is a part of the Playlist Podcast Network, which includes the Playlist Podcast, the Discourse, both of which I'm a part of, also, Be Real, Deep Focus, The Fourth Wall, and more can be heard on iTunes, Anchor FM, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever else you find your favorite shows. Follow us on iTunes or any of those and you'll get this podcast as well as our other shows regularly. Be sure to subscribe and drop us a comment or a rating as we do very much appreciate it. Okay, let's rage on over to my conversation with the very sweet and very talented Kelly Riley. Well, I guess I just want to start by thanking you for giving me your time today i really appreciate it as i told you one of your co-stars cole hauser last week uh me and my editor-in-chief are huge yellowstone fans at the playlist to the point where we have our own yellowstone podcast when things are on the air so yeah it's called yellowstoners and we've never gotten stoned during it which we should but you know (laughs) just watch the show you know ripped out of our minds but you know one of these days it'll happen but all this to say you're in the right place and i'm very thrilled to to speak with you
1: well thank you for having me i'm i'm honored that you guys are such fans of the show it, it it's it's people like you that have made this show successful for us and we get to keep doing it and um it's not lost on any of us you know when the, you know the critics didn't they didn't go for it but the audience did and uh it's been quite satisfying you know yeah. and now here we are who's about to go into our season five and and we're, you know, we're so um, proud of it. We we all work tremendously hard on it. We really care about it. And um, it's, it's so exciting to be on something that people have. You're going on a journey with an audience, really. They know your characters so well now. Um, people come up to me and they just want to talk to me about my character. And it's really that level of sort of interaction I've never had before. And it's all about the work. And it's deeply satisfying.
0: Yeah, the show has had one hell of a trajectory. Like, it's always had a dedicated fan base, but things have really exploded over the past couple of years uh, because people have been able to catch up. Does that change anything? Like, the vibe on set, is there confidence going in with everybody? Or is it just like, let's let's just keep this train rolling?
1: Well, it's a bit of both. I think there's always danger of kind of, you know, going, ha we're a success, <laughs> you know? And I don't think any of us um i think because we're all older actors you know a bit like so we we've all had a taste of success somewhere in our career right so it, you don't want to take that for granted and and if anything you know kevin is very um he's so rooted in the work and just constantly wanting every scene to land and everything to be incredibly truthful and to and and the biggest danger would be for us to just suddenly think oh Aren't we the bee's knees? You know, it's not where great work <laughs> comes from. In my experience, the best work I've ever done comes out of deep anxiety of whether I'm <laughs> gonna mess it up. Um, usually that's sort of um leading attributor to that. But I I do there is something about this year because we didn't we didn't shoot last year because they 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 made 1883 um which yeah. I'm sure you know so we had a year away which was actually really really nice because I got to go back and work in Europe where I'm from and uh and have a bit of a life and just step away from Beth for a minute you know she's big energy <laughs> and um <laughs> and and <laughs> so um now coming back to her and the Bitterroot, valley where we film um and this wonderful it's all the crew from actually season one and season two they're all back and um and the cast which feels like its own family and we all know each other so well now it and and having the success i think we're all we all feel supremely grateful i don't want to sound too like soft but it it's true like it's um (laughs) It, there's something about it that we're like, the, work, the hard work is paying off because people are loving it and it's exciting, but it does make you want to just do better. It makes you want to keep everyone happy. It makes you want to dig even deeper. It makes you want to, it makes you strive. I remember reading a quote by Robert Redford and he says, once you get to that red light of success, whatever you do, don't stop. Just put your foot down on the accelerator and drive right through it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, and I love that quote because i just I get it. It's like if the minute you think you've got something, it's like it's almost like the devil on your shoulder, you know yeah. it'll get taken away so i i it's just about keeping it fresh keeping it fresh for yourself, for each other, and finding what's new in the scripts this year that you haven't explored before. Obviously giving them the old songs that everyone loves. <laughs> um, but uh, but finding, finding even more out about these characters and, and, and the writing is as great as ever by Taylor Sheridan.
0: Taylor has not let us down yet and it, with all the plates he's spinning and everything. But if you will indulge me a bit here, can we go back to the, when you first got the part of Beth, did this come to you or were you actively pursuing this? Did you know Taylor, were you pursuing it because of him?
1: Um, it was a bit of both. I mean, I remember, I remember when I first, you know, you get sent scripts to to sort of then decide if you want to put yourself on tape for, or go for, and I been sent this script, Yellowstone. And I, I knew Taylor Sheridan's work. I hit, um, he had just won Best Director at Cannes for Wind River, and yeah. I hadn't seen Wind River yet; hadn't been out. But I remember, um, I, I, obviously, I had seen Sicario.
0: Yeah, great movie, which
1: I loved, and and heard his story that he was an actor, um, and then sort of turned writer. And obviously, that was the lane he was meant to be in. And then he owned the entire highway. You know, it's like reinvented it of his own. It, it, he he writes with such you know energy and the liveness and i and then i listened to him do his acceptance speech at can and it was about um the native american the the women that have gone missing and mm-hmm. their stories and and it was so connected to a heartline for me that i was like wow this man he writes about ferocity and he writes a bunch of killers and he writes about the land and something there's something so harsh and wild and true about his writing but it's so and and loss and grief and uh and he and and then there's a sort of poetry with the savagery and I just I just remember thinking oh this is this is a really this is one of the great ones and I think every actor just wants to work with people that they admire I wanted to be part of something um I I, I never became an actor to be you know to be known or seen it was more just about for me, it's like full immersion into the work and losing myself in the work is the magic and the gift and what I enjoy. But you you can only do that if the writing is good, you know. Yeah. And so to answer your question, sorry, <laughs> I did pursue it. I did read it and have a visceral reaction to death. Um, I loved her. I was like, she's the most audacious savage I've ever read. I was like, intrigued by her and terrified of her and she's so wildly different from myself and my life and that's always intriguing and so I had a phone call I had a phone call with Taylor and I just spoke from my heart about what I thought about her and why I needed to play her and then I met him and we kind of read the scenes through and I hadn't found her yet so I'm surprised he didn't you know I'm surprised he gave me the role because I hadn't found her um and then he just filled me up With her and like I would listen to him talk about her and he would just give me the time to just explain who she was and and I have notebooks those notebooks filled with what he would talk to me about and um, it was so revealing I just knew then I knew what the river was I just had to have the confidence to go into it and then it was like I remember the moment I got into my car and I lit a cigarette I don't smoke and pulled my (laughs) skirt up a little bit too high and put my foot down on the accelerator a bit and uh, and I felt her and I was like, there she is. And I knew that's where she came from. She came from this place of fire and he calls her, um, Taylor calls Beth, he used to call her this anyway, uh, sad dynamite.
0: She's like, she's she's basically a human wrecking ball at some points and <laughs> yeah, probably one of the craziest characters I've seen on TV and I love Beth so much. Like you can't, I've interviewed a lot of people from either 1883 or yellowstone and every time i end the show uh, or end with saying who's your favorite character and it's almost always beth or rip um so it's a real a real testament to what you and taylor uh and cole have done together just creating these uh iconic characters in this very interesting love story and Just this person who gets to say the craziest shit I've ever heard on television.
1: (laughs) Oh, I know. Those one-liners, they are Mm -hmm. phenomenal. I mean, um, I I literally see those lines on t-shirts, you know, um, and I'm in an airport and I've got my hat on and my glasses on and... I'll see a woman with the t-shirt on, and and I had fun the other day going up to someone and just saying the line to her. <laughs> she was going to drop dead, you know, the tornado one. It was so fun. Um, oh but yeah. yeah, these characters. I mean, she is. I I agree. She's she is the nuttiest, wildest thunderstorm, and I I I love. I mean, what a gift! It's such yeah. a gift
0: i have to assume like i'm just picturing fans coming up to you do they ever get whiplash because you are so completely opposite from what she is it just seems like people would be like taken aback do you ever see people like have to adjust
1: well certainly when i am maybe nice (laughs) (laughs) Um, i'm quite friendly um And, I, and also I, my accent, I sound very different to Beth. So yeah, there is. And because they didn't have any preconceived ideas of me, it's not like I'm a famous actress that they see suddenly transforming into a character. They didn't know who who I was, um, most people, right? So, um, and now all of a sudden they just, they expect me to be her. And, um, you know, it's fun to be able to turn that on when you need to, but I keep her firmly in a padlocked box i use that terminology a lot about her that i <laughs> i keep a lot away because she, if i if i lived my life the way she did i you know it's it's not sustainable and and um, <laughs> she's better off in the world of make believe you know because she's free in make believe it's mm. not a character that could she's a fantasy you know um uh, of 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 good and bad and uh, i i and my job as the actor is to really try and ground that and make it look like it could be something you could be. And aspects of it, surely, yes. I do. I do get quite strange looks when when, <laughs> when you hear my voice, definitely, which is is really a relief because it's a
0: compliment, if any. Yeah,
1: way. I work really hard on the dialect, and um, that's something. But um, you know, I've always thought I'm a character actress, so the transformation is part of it. You know, they don't know that I just normally dress like a teenage boy and. <laughs> I'm a little bit of a recluse. So it's, um, I I don't drink or smoke or like, I'm just, it's just not who I am at all. Um, so it's fun that they, they, they want to project that onto me a little bit, you know, they expect it. (laughs)
0: so they're almost upset that you aren't saying mean things yeah to them it's totally them.
1: disappointing they're so disappointed <laughs> and it's so funny I got asked to do like cameo which I was like yeah I'm not gonna do that it's embarrassing but I did I was like they don't want me if I went on cameo they don't want me they want Beth
0: <laughs> you'd have to do it in character yeah I'd have to sure. do it in
1: character it's like if you like I should have two options like me at like 20 dollars and Beth is like 300 <laughs>
0: uh <laughs> Uh, I know
1: it would make more money, but mm-hmm. I don't have Taylor's lines in my head. You know, he's the, he's Beth, really, you know. Yeah.
0: That's, that's funny to think about as well. And, <laughs> and he's got all these lines that are coming out uh, of your mouth. Do you ever have a hard time like getting these out without breaking or are you breaking your, your cast members with these things?
1: Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes we have a bit of fun, you know, but they, you know, they, they've come to expect it as well. And, It's actually more about sitting on it now. You don't want to lean into it too much because Mm. then it can become caricature. So as an actor, I'm always trying to um, know when to to blow it up and when to sit on it. And so that's the sort of fine line of her. How do we keep her true to herself and make her someone that you don't get exhausted by? So... um, So I, I just want to keep her real and, 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 and someone that you can. And that's also Taylor's job. You know, he's mm-hmm. the one that's figuring out what the temperature is. And, and, and the gauge of where Beth, where I find Beth truthfully is, uh, is usually when it feels too much. That's where she is. Um, <laughs> just when I think I've gone too far, um, that's, the, that's where he's like, perfect. The actor in me, the, the storyteller in me, I'm, I'm really more interested in what's sort of going on in her, in her heart. Uh, every now and then he gives me the opportunity where you can sort of peek into the into it and see the 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 woman and the broken shattered heart that is there and the loss and uh why she does when we've hardly talked really about why she does what she does but i'll have to come back on to yellowstoners for the beginning of. okay (laughs) so yeah so reach out nearer the time and let's have let's have let's have an hour where we can sit and chat properly i'd like to do that with you um we can talk about what's to come in season five and i'd love to share that with your with your fellow yeah, do you have
0: any tease before we go
1: uh i think i'm allowed to say this well fuck it i don't know if i am but i've said it <laughs> I've four interviews and they didn't brief me so i can say this but um she's going into she's a married woman and she's feeling like uh she's owning jamie he's under control and uh and they're just going forward with being able to do things and take care of things in a way that she didn't see that she would be able to maintain and protect. It's gone up a level. It's gone up and it's fun to play. It's a lot of fun. I can't
0: wait. And I will just say before you go, favorite Yellowstone character and you can't pick Ripper Beth. So there you go. JD. Ooh, there we go. Nothing wrong with a little Kevin Costner. I will say.
1: (laughs) I I love watching him. I love watching his face. I, there's such a beaten up quality to him in this show that I love Uh, sort of defeated I love the character. I love what he's done with it. I love how he's written, you know, he's a, he's is he a terrible father? Is he a wonderful father? It's like, and that's what's so good about all these characters. They sort of exist in the gray area, you know, yes. they're not idle or. And that's they're what well- I love
0: about Beth too. They've given her such interesting stuff with the family of it all here with Carter, with Rip. But yeah, uh, I, I'm really, I'm a huge Beth fan and I know you got to go here. So I'll just say still one of the best characters on TV. I can't sit and wait to see uh, what is in store.
1: I really appreciate that. And I look forward to speaking to you and the stoners uh, in November. Let's do it.
0: (laughs) That sounds good. I appreciate it. All right,
1: pleasure. Bye, Kelly. Take care.
0: You too.